I'm Gary Butterfield. And I'm Gwen Static. And this is Days of Future Pot. Nope. This is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about all things X-Men. And as you heard, we are joined by a special guest this morning, our good friend Gwen. How are you today, Gwen? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I reread this comic and it is insane. You know, Gary and I have a kind of a long thing about just not really having guests on this podcast because it makes it easier. And you have proven that that is a very good idea by bringing these horrible <laughs> issues to our door. So. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of like, like this comic. Let's fight about it. Yeah, I don't want to jump ahead. Many, many yeah. thoughts. So yeah. uh, do we want to do any more introductions about anything other than we're all uh, doing good? Uh, and uh, this comic is weird. Yeah, so we're going to cover Wolverine Old Man Logan, uh, which is in the 2003 Wolverine series. It starts at uh, issue number 66. Um, we're going to do two episodes on this, so look forward to that audience. And uh, Gary, do you have, what's your background with it? Or actually, Gwen, since you, you brought this to us, yeah, since you, you wanted to do it's, this. It's worth noting, uh, Gwen, Gwen expressed some interest in being on the show, and I was like, that's a great idea. What would you like to do, Gwen? And Gwen brought this up. So I'm not saying that to, unlike Jeremy, I'm not saying that to deflect blame. Because again, I kind of like this comic, uh, but but uh, also though to channel Jeremy, Gwen, explain yourself. Explain yourself, please. <laughs> uh, I don't think this comic actually needs that much defending, especially if you were a comic book reader in the mid two thousands. And I'm not saying like this is like Mark Miller's greatest uh, achievement in writing, um, but at it's the unfunny time, erasure, it did and I won't feel stand refreshing. By it. Ugh. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> um, like this is uh, ostensibly where the movie Logan came from, and y'all like that one, right? That's a pretty good one. I mean, yeah. There's also flowers come from shit, but like you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the homespun um, Cajun trouncing this is gonna get is great. Oh, oh, Jeremy, I'm loving this already. Point yeah. is. There was a time when superhero comics felt so stale that even something like Old Man Logan felt like it was actually pushing against some kind of grain. Um, that time is no longer now. It felt more transgressive in the mid-2000s, I feel. Uh, but there are some really fun, stupid ideas, and Gary said it really well when we were just kind of DMing about it a, a few minutes ago. This is the kind of shit that a writer like Rick Remender or Jason Aaron or like a lot of the or, or Kieran Gillen, like they could have taken a lot of these ideas and really run with them. Mark Miller is not that good of a writer. No. So he's an idea he, factory. And I wouldn't even say this is man. particularly yeah. dense with ideas either. But no, no, the ideas that are there, some of them are very fun. Like the, there's a connection, I think, between some of the things in this and stuff you'll you will see in Rick Remender, specifically his weird future stuff, and where he like crosses characters. Like you get the green octopus, you know, or the the de dem, demon octopus or whatever. Mm -hmm. The weird cadre of of people they fought in the future under Wolverine's Age of Apocalypse thing. Like that kind of mashing up of Marvel history shit was at the time this came out kind of new and neat uh at the time you know and and there's uh, i'm a little bit of a sucker for that that stuff yeah uh so you know that that part of it kind of worked for me and then also uh and this is going to sound like a cop-out but it's just true um in my mid-20s when i was reading comics i did not 
there were multiple flavors of kind of bad comics at the time. And this kind that moved really quick and was kind of stupid and fun was more fun than whatever Ed Brubaker was doing in Shi'ar space at the time. <laughs> oh, oh which yeah, was unreadable. that's what was going on during Uncanny at that point. Yeah. It was yeah. Brubaker and Fraction. Yeah, unreadable. Uh, the, the rise and fall of the Shi'ar Empire. Like, one of the most boring comics I've ever read. Uh, and I like Ed Brubaker a lot of the time. But nothing was silly uh, at all in, in X-Men or, you know, in Marvel Comics at the time, it felt like. And this kind of big stupidity was super refreshing. Upon reading it now, it's pretty rough. There's there's a lot of uh, dialogue stuff. Uh, I was also talking to you, Gwen, in the green room about how 90% of this comic is people going, what do you mean you're not going to be Wolverine anymore? Pop your claws, dude. And and him being like, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> and then like two panels later, they say the same thing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what's happening with the dialogue in this. Like Hawkeye is constantly calling people dude. You know? I'm going to. Uh, yeah, it's weird. The one slight defense I will give to the whole Wolverine being like, I swear I'm Logan now, is that Wolverine has actually a ridiculously long history of being very weird about a name. Uh, That's true. Like patches and stuff. Like, I'm not saying that really justifies it, but it does at least make it a little more palatable. It's not bad that he does it. It's just it's bad that it's weird. It's weird that he's constantly saying it over and over. And over people and are constantly like, really, dude? And he's like, yeah, really? I just, I just wanted uh, to take a drink every time I read pop, their, pop your claws or pop his claws. or I mean, these, these are just popping claws like they're pills, man. Like, it, it is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And almost every intro, like in the little previously on section of the comic and to catch you up, is it, they're talking about popping claws in there. And it's just hilarious. It's like somebody came up with the, it was like somebody thought they invented <laughs> popping claws for the first time. Use a like, new term. <laughs> We, we, we've got it's, it from here. It sounds like a discredited member of Eminem's D12 named Papa Claus <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> like, no longer, who no comes in to do the 10th either. verse on yeah, <laughs> pink and purple pills or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, There's definitely the, been I, a, a comic where Wolverine dresses up like Santa Claus and it's called Santa Claus, right? I, I hope. They've I'm done sure. that. They surely sure. have done that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. The other thing I'm going to say in defense of this as a general thing, even though there are individual moments I like as well throughout it, uh, is the art is really pretty impeccable to me. Uh, I love Steve McNiven. This is the guy who did uh, Civil War was his big breakthrough thing that that I saw him do. Um, I really like this artist. I think he's great. Um, yeah, the, I it think looks good to me. I think the art is pretty much universally good in this. Um, and it's like to give this to give this comic or to give this like little uh run some credit there there are some fun ideas in here like venom venom the dinosaur is very hilarious to me just it's full stop like that is a venom good dinosaur is my favorite and but the problem is it's only for like three pages <laughs> and i wanted yeah, way venom more dinosaur venom dinosaur <laughs> we need we need justice I, for venom dinosaur the uh this is going to sound like something a little kid says uh but i'm going to say it anyway because it's true uh, I came up with the idea of a venom dinosaur before I read this comic. Uh, and I know that's like a little kid thing. Like I came up with the venom dinosaur, but I was joking with my comic friend, my assistant, when I worked, uh, I was going to get comics every Wednesday in, uh, DeKalb, Illinois. And we were just talking about the symbiote and like what it could get into. And I was like, what if the venom went to the savage land? Like how rad would that be? And then this comic came along that basically made the savage land come to venom. You know, I felt justified. I was like, yeah, finally. Somebody else thought this was a cool idea. It's Mark Millar. You know, it's Mark Miller <laughs> thinks it's a cool idea. The guy behind the unfunnies. But, 
know, still, I'll take it. Sure, yeah. I'd oh my god, you've read The Unfunnies? <laughs> That's the worst comic I've ever read in it, my life. It's excruciating. Uh, oh, it's horrible. Uh, guys, yeah. just don't, don't even Google it. It's just Mark Miller doing the worst possible shit he can think of. It's worse than Wanted, the comic. It's like the Feebles or the, the Happy Time Murders or something, but like a thousand times worse. Uh, the ironicness of little cartoon funny guys coming and giving each other blowjobs and stuff. Which now in 2023 is not even funny. That's just uh, most Patreons. That's yeah. That's just how it goes. But that's just the water now. It just just became a thing. Yeah, ninety percent of Etsy. But at the time, it was you know pretty unusual. Yeah, you're you're not going to believe what uh, CW has been doing with the unfunnies. They have a whole adaptation (laughs) coming, so it's going to be super. (laughs) It's part of the unfunny verse. The the skeeviest thing I've ever heard. I'm just imagining that being animated. Uh, were, were both of you guys uh, were both of y'all uh reading comics like were, were y'all keeping up with this as it was coming out because uh, i didn't i took a pretty lengthy break from comics between my teenage years and then uh after autumn and i got married uh we were like oh let's go to the local comic book shop and then we kind of started doing that in like 2005 or 2006 but then it, that was all like i was too cool for marvel for a little while like i was like oh i gotta read mm-hmm. uh you know whatever vertigo is putting out so I, I, I missed all of this stuff and i would if you would ask me i would have soared up and down that i read old man logan uh but i had not until <laughs> this morning so <laughs> uh i was i i had my break but this was after my break okay uh, this is when i had come back to comics so i've been in and out of love with comics i've always been in love with comics but like actually reading superhero stuff my whole life so this would have been 2008, so I was in the middle of a love affair with comics at that point. Because um, I would have just read Civil War about then. So yeah, I would have been... Okay, I remember now. Old Man Logan technically debuted in a Fantastic Four issue, which was Mark yes. Miller's run as well. And I was buying that issue by issue because it was Millar and Hitch, who at the time, that was like an unstoppable team they had just yeah, written the two runs of the ultimates yeah which i i maintain are pretty good uh, I, uh, I think that's probably you know, mark miller's best stuff yes um, absolutely or, yeah. or it's near the top for him for sure yeah and um i'm a weird fantastic four defender i think miller's run on fantastic four is like really good there's a lot of really fun ideas in there. but it's not as uh he actually tends to work best when he's forced to be in continuity because then he doesn't just kill everybody and say, ha ha ha, blood. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's kind of a shitty edgelord. Like, we haven't done a, a Mark Miller comic on this. And for people who don't know his stees, it's kind of like uh, a less talented Garth Ennis a little bit. Uh, he's similarly cynical about superheroes. Like, he thinks they're stupid and likes it when bad things happen to them. But he's not as good a writer. Uh, so, like, some of the ideas are really big and cool. But the actual execution ends up being, you know, skeevy and and misguided a little bit. I think. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Um, there's a there's just a, there's an element of like sleaze to this whole thing. I think um, that is just and 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 maybe for the time period, Gwen, like you said earlier, like this was this was a little bit transgressive and like felt like it was going against the grain. Reading it in 2023, it was just like wow. Uh, We've seen a lot of these same ideas done way, way better at this point. Um, and I, again, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dog on this thing the whole time. I think there's fun to be had throughout this comic book. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is, it is weird reading this in 2023. <laughs> it is very bizarre. 
in the yeah. grand scheme of things, you are right. You are the most correct, Jeremy. Just because Gary and I like it a little more. It says more about us, I think, than your yeah, taste you're in not comic wrong. books. <laughs> you're not wrong whatsoever. It's just you can't divorce something from your first blush. I also, I will say in rereading this, it goes down supernaturally smooth. It, it does that. I was fast. like really surprised how quick I got through it. Like, and maybe yeah. this is just us coming off of Chris Claremont, Gary, but like it was just yeah. like, it was just zipping through. And I was like, I opened up the giant size issue and it was like 38 pages. And I was like, oh God, I'm going to be here for an hour. And then like a, just, <laughs> and like six, six minutes, minutes later, later, I was <laughs> done. Like, fucking A. Okay, good. Let's, let's fucking podcast about this. I'm, I'm ready to yeah. go. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get into it. Sure. Uh, you know, start, sorry, issues. We'll cover the first four of them this time. Uh, this cover, which I've been staring at this whole time, uh, is rife with detail. Um, emo Hulk gets such pop, like top billing in this. One of the Hulk gang, one of Hulk's shitty kids mm-hmm. who's got the horrible haircut. <laughs> and then uh, the, the lady Hulk here who is shoving a baby to breastfeed through her shirt. Yeah. yeah. Or smothering the baby. Either one. Like one flew over the cuckoo's nesting this baby with her tit. I don't know what's going on with that baby. I uh, I, I am fascinated by seeing Hulk <laughs> with this this little MCR Hulk that we've got going on here. This dude is just <laughs> incredible. All of the the Hulk gang, as they are de- described, which are just literal inbred Hulk <laughs> spawn, is extremely <laughs> funny to me. Like I just I I don't know what happened to Bruce Banner to make him do this, but. And I don't know, like at the end, we we got to get this reveal that he like had he he like bred Jennifer, he bred She Hulk, so that he could have kids yeah. or whatever. And it's 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 treated as kind of a reveal. And I was like, I figured that's what you did for the moment I saw these children. <laughs> like I, my mind immediately went there. It it's definitely uh, a thought that yeah is pretty obvious to to see. Like actually seeing it written down though is just like yeah that that's Miller being just. Like, uh, yeah. that's not an idea. Like, it literally just could have been Bruce Banner had 10 million kids and they were all Hulks. Like, yeah. it could have just yeah. been that. It could have been with human women. It didn't have to have incest. But he's an edgelord. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's a dark future. We're in ruins territory. Everything has gone bad. Uh, we, uh, that, we this cover is iconic, we should point out. Like, this is one of the most iconic covers of this era of Marvel. Like, the, the back of it. We, it's just a movie the, poster, basically. Yeah, when you do when you do the full thing where you get the back cover with the Venom uh, dinosaur and the Captain America with the bullet hole uh, through the un- the skeleton that they put the uniform back on, <laughs> uh, looks like <laughs> uh, it is it is pretty good. Yeah, I, uh, I like the I like the cover a whole lot, and uh, we kicked this off with seeing uh, Wolverine fifty years ago, uh, basically uh, crawling out of some sort of ditch, bloody, beaten, uh, obviously not not going well. And our narration is basically just like, we don't know what the fuck happened to Wolverine, but he hasn't popped his claws in fifty years. And I'm just like, <laughs> as soon as I saw popped his claws, I'm like, okay, you, you get one, like that that is an acceptable it's term, fine. but yeah, the yeah, fact that absolutely. it's the only one they use is very funny. <laughs> I. Then we get this this illustration of him on horseback. We are this is po- post apocalyptic uh, Marvel in the Marvel comics. This is called the Wastelands. Uh, this future, there are other comics that take place in this continuity, but this is Earth. You know, some string of numbers, the Wastelands, um, and uh, we get this beautiful illustration of Logan on horseback coming back to his little uh, farm shack. Yeah, where he that fa- he's at presumably uh, just farms uh, dirt. Like this looks like a dirt farm if I've ever <laughs> seen one. <laughs> it, it, he is in the middle of nothing, uh, and there are no crops. Uh, he's flashing back to that scene fifty years ago, and he's kind of kneeling in front of a train. Mm-hmm. 
there. And we will find out what the, the true story is of that later. Um, and we see one of his kids uh, come out. And he's, he's talking to his family. And basically the thrust of this is that uh, they don't have enough money for Hulk rent. Yes. Um, they're trying to make Hulk rent. <laughs> they owe Hulk dues. <laughs> yes. Very similar to normal rent, but it's due way more often. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's way bigger. You wouldn't like this rent when it gets due. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just going to skip ahead because, Gary, you, you called it to mind. When he finally <laughs> fights the Hulk at the end, the Hulk says, people piss themselves when I get angry. Yeah. Mark Miller Awful. really yeah, wants to do that man. with every iconic superhero line. Awful. That's his Awful. favorite yeah. thing. Yeah, it's pissing time. He has the thing say, and the thing whips out his orange hog and takes a leak. Yeah. Um, the uh, one thing I like is this is in the future, and uh, the daughter is still playing with a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, they, Game they, Boy Advance SP, and they're talking about an Xbox. And they were trying to sell <laughs> yeah, the they, Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I I love that they have modern, like modern to us, and at the time, uh, Nintendos and stuff, and that's them having shitty, outdated technology in the future. Like, this is basically them having Ataris and stuff. Yeah. Now. The trope I'm fond of, just like, here's where here's the breaking point that this becomes like a shit future. Right now. Yeah. 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 Right at the, the Game Boy SP. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. a wor- in a world without Vitas. <laughs> oh, no. But Vita means life, Gary. Yeah. Well, hey, it, it makes you think. Um, Wolverine will not sell his children's toys. Uh, to make rent, uh, which ultimately would have saved his family. So th- this is a whole story about how you should sell your Game Boy. Yeah, th- and this seems like a, <laughs> like a weird line, especially because the kids are like, we don't really, I mean, we don't really have time to play because you work us so hard. <laughs> like, it's yeah. just one of those, I want the kids to have toys, but I do not want them to have time to play with them. Is a very weird line to yeah. draw in the in your dirt farm sand. Um, and we learned that like <laughs> the daughter has has heard rumors that uh, Logan used to be a big famous superhero. But Wolverine is like, you need to shut the fuck up, little girl. You don't get to talk to me that way. <laughs> Go back to your Game Boy Advance SP. Go back to Golden Sun, you little shit. <laughs> Why don't you grind some more? What JRPG are you playing now, you little, you little weirdo? Go back to Dawn of Souls. Um, they named the, the kids uh, Scotty and Jade. That feels like, yeah. why would they go so close and not just do Scott and Jean? And also, Jade means green. And that's hard. Yeah, uh, does, well. doesn't doesn't click, doesn't crack. Yeah, I just figured it's, it's, uh, a, it's a bad choice. I figured you know they just divided up the kids, and we just don't know anything about. Um, I don't even remember this woman's name. Is how much we learn about this woman. I don't think she gets a name, dude. I think yeah, she I might just Maureen. be wife. Maureen. 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 Okay. Toward, there we yeah, go. Towards the end, yeah. they're like, "Don't you miss Maureen?" It's like the thing at the very, very end. Uh, but yeah, I figured, yeah, I figured Maureen got a name, so she was like Jade, and and, he, and Logan was like, "Let yeah. me think of something that makes me sad every time I look at my child, <laughs> Scotty." <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> What we don't see are the the twenty kids off screen that are named like Sink, Skin, Jubilee, uh, Colossus, Danger Room. I mean, look, indoor plumbing. I'm just like assuming all, the, all these boom, children. Boom, no, yeah, I'm just boom, assuming boom. this is the Little House on the Prairie rules, and like they they just had a lot of dead kids. Like these are the only surviving children. Oh, yeah. Like he's probably like oh, they yeah. probably had ten children and only two made it through. So I'm his Adam I'm not sure we got any evidence that those are actually Wolverine's kids or anything. Oh, that's true too. They might not have come out of his uh, his balls. They might have been adopted kids. And like him know? adopting kids is very well within character. So that is Wolverine's thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, they're talking about rent being due. 
uh, and they're saying, you know, maybe they'll let us, uh, you know, they're like, oh, they killed this other family because they were three months behind. Maybe they'll give us an extra month. And Wolverine's doubtful. You know, they're not reasonable. These are Bruce Banner's kids. Uh, the next day, a couple days, they're coming. Uh, the boy is on the porch with a gun getting ready. And Wolverine's like, put away the gun. This isn't how this is going to go. And the Hulk gang show up in a defaced fantastic car uh, that they've uh, destroyed. We get our three Hulks. We get a big beer drinking trucker, redneck Hulk, uh, seen emo Hulk, and then like rednecks breed mare Hulk. Yeah, constantly nursing uh. Hulk. <laughs> That's what we call yeah. Nursing Hulk is what we're going to call her for the rest of the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Nurse Hulk. I do love the um, way that they've, because uh, you know this is a Fantastic Four card. It's got the number four on everything, and they've just they just appropriated it. So like one says dead and forgotten, and one says unforgiven. Like it's real, like it's yeah. real edge lordy and, and terrible. But I kind of yeah. dig it. <laughs> well, the, so the, like when we talk about things that a better writer would grab in the future, somebody finding an old Fantastic car and repurposing it is the kind of thing that I kind of like. Yeah, you know There's that is a on, scene later. on evidence here. With the kid and the, and the Ant Man helmet, like I like yeah, that yeah. scene in the same kind of sense. Like, yeah, he just found like, that. a shitty kid finds an Ant Man helmet, and like that's great. That's a really cool idea. It just it's like Jeremy said earlier with the uh, Venom uh, dinosaur. We only spend three panels on it. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so they're all taunting him about how he doesn't like being called Wolverine anymore. How he used to be tough shit. Uh, there. And, uh, you know, the, they brought the boys uh, because he might cause trouble. And they say, hey, are you going to cause trouble uh, or are we just going to take your beating? You know, we're going to flatten your shitty farm. We're going to take your beating. And he fantasizes briefly about uh, doing something with his claws. I don't know the word for it. Oh, if only, there and, was some, if only uh, the English yeah. vocabulary held such wonders. <laughs> if only, only there's some kind of reminder said, of, of what he does with his claws. They should have said a poet. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the poet gang. Uh, but he popping his claws and cutting a uh, big redneck trucker Hulk in half. Uh, but this is just a fantasy in real life. He says, yes, sir. I'm ready to take my beating. And they beat the crap out of Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, and the kid, the kid uh, tries to protect him. The kid brings out the shotgun and they're just like, yeah, right, dude. Like you're, you're lucky that we're, yeah. uh, you know, you're lucky that we're in a good mood because otherwise we would have just murdered you. Uh, and when, when we, we talk about real quick before we move on, uh, when we talk about crappy Mark Miller writing, uh, the emo characters oftentimes don't have a separate voice when he's writing them. And the shitty emo Hulk says, come on, punk used to be the most dangerous man alive. We're just a bunch of hillbillies. Like we know this, this, that didn't need to be said, you know, like, I don't know. It's just characters, uh, just stating things that you can see by reading the comic, mm-hmm. uh, is a big Mark Miller thing. The, the di- we'll talk about it a lot throughout these next like seven or eight issues the dialogue is is pretty atrocious throughout so yes. some some of it is really really bad um the kid kid pulls out the gun like you said and they say you know fine double next month or everybody dies and they take off uh there yep uh, um, and then we, yep. we cut to inside where an old friend has come to visit. This is Blind Hawkeye, um, who is I guess, ostensibly trying to comfort Wolverine, uh, but is actually here just to ask him to do a job for him. Um, and, uh, you know, basically says like, hey, like, it's, 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 is this illegal? I think Wolverine is like, is this illegal? Which is a hilarious question from Wolverine. I don't think yeah, he's ever asked. What does that mean? Yeah. What, what laws future? are happening? Like, who, <laughs> are there doom laws? Like, or what are we, what are we kind of, what are we worried about? Yeah. Hulk laws. Yeah. Uh, 
and Wolverine doesn't care about things being legal. He ran multiple X forces. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just what is, weird. What like, is it's conf- legal? What is legal yeah. in this legal world? Mean. You are, you, your land is owned by the Hulk gang. Yeah. You farm dirt with an indeterminate number of dead kids in the backyard. Like it, it's the idea is what Mark Miller is doing is he's confusing him being a man of peace with him being like a lawful good paladin. You know, he doesn't have the strength as a writer to have a character land somewhere between those two things. So he makes him upset about it being drugs or about it being a legal run where the real Wolverine, even if he had decided not to be violent, wouldn't care about that. That's like a, a shade of distinction that Mark Miller, I think, is kind of incapable of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I um, mean, we might as well. God, I mean, at some at, within all of this, you're slowly getting flashbacks to the night the bad guys won. Which is the lamest justification oh, yeah. I've ever heard for a, a the end scenario in the Marvel universe. Yeah, d- just don't like, give it away too much. We have we have a whole issue about that. We gotta talk about not too much, so we, but just we'll get like to I'm it. pretty sure it's yeah. pretty quick. They start calling it the night the bad guys won, and that's yeah. what bothers me more than anything. Not what actually happened, just the fact that literally their entire motivation was we never thought to team up. <laughs> yeah the the i have a lot of problems with the night the bad guys won oh yeah yeah um, it's a thing uh, but you know every time it pushes me away it pulls me back on this next morning when they when he agrees to do the job look how short they draw wolverine yes yes i, I love it that's how that's how tall he is one of the big things that i that like I, I have as a as a grown man i'm like how short is your wolverine like it's a test of quality to anything now yeah. henry winkler or smaller like i will accept yeah. the wolverine up to five foot yeah, but no higher. No higher. No taller. Absolutely not. Yeah. This Wolverine who is shorter king. than his wife, it is, it is great. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be a short king. Now he doesn't go by that name. Um, he'll never go by that name. <laughs> I'm uh, a short popper now. Yeah, he's, he's a short papa. Not a popper. Um, uh, yeah. I got to talk goodbye. about Hawkeye just real quick. Because the one mm. thing, I, when he first shows up, I'm a, my immediate reaction is, I don't think Hawkeye and Wolverine are friends. Like, I just, I'm sure they've encountered each other. They were probably on the Avengers at the same time. But there's no meaningful they've relationship never shared dialogue. between Hawkeye and Wolverine. Nope. Not even a little um, bit. And and again, that's a weird Mark Miller thing. Like, he wanted to make uh, Hawkeye be blind and still be a badass archer. Which also, you have Daredevil. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> yeah. This could have been, well, and Daredevil also doesn't have a connection to Wolverine. You know? This could have been yeah. anybody. You know, Wolverine has friends. It couldn't have been an X-Man for reasons we'll, we'll talk about, but there are Avengers he got along with better than Hawkeye. I, yeah, do I don't like think I've seen these characters share dialogue. <laughs> yeah, the one justification that the comic gives, I, do, I will give him some credit for this. I thought, clever, Hawkeye's a low enough tier Avenger that they, he was just forgotten about. Yeah. kind of like. That works for me, too. Uh, also like, kind of works for me. Been Black Knight. He, he grabbed Black Knight. Yeah. <laughs> anybody. Uh, we see Black Knight's sword later. Uh, oh, yeah. We, they're getting getting ready to make this drive. Uh, and another little bit I like is Hawkeye found a spider buggy. This is hilarious to uh, me. I love this. This, this is yeah. one of the best things about this comic book because <laughs> he just, it's a road trip for two buddies and the spider buggy. Like, this is, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm pretty comfortable in my life, but if, if things ever get shaken up, I'm like, Gary, you want to uh, take a 3,000 mile road trip across <laughs> the country in a spider buggy, maybe? <laughs> 
Yeah. yeah. I'll do it for you. Like I, I, you know, we're good friends. So I would do it. You know, if you ask me too seriously, I'd take a spider buggy trip. <laughs> Gary's like, I'll do 300. You? I'm not doing 3000. <laughs> yeah, 3000 is a lot. The, for people who don't know, the spider buggy is real. Uh, it's behind you right now. Uh, the, uh, the spider buggy was a thing that Johnny Storm built for Spider-Man. And it's a car that climbs up walls. Uh, why does Spider-Man need a car? Action figures, probably. <laughs> uh is my guess so they can sell hot wheels of them but it was a weird thing that happened in the 80s uh 70s or 80s i can't remember exactly when do you remember I think that's when a gary Spider-Man conway so yeah 70s yeah it's real it got brought uh brought back in the mid-2000s by dan slot a couple times in some pretty fun uh, comics but it's 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 a lot like um thanos's helicopter like in just weird, funny, you know, shitty seventies Marvel things. Yeah. Yeah. That Did that really happen? Did Thanos have a, hel- have a helicopter? Yeah. Oh yeah. Search oh, yeah, Thanos, yeah. Thanos helicopter. He's got the Thanos copter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> it's real good. It's like when you go to the store and you see uh, a Hot Wheel that the Flash is driving, and you're like, oh come on, <laughs> like what's what is that going? Why is he driving? That's silly. Um. I think this is hilarious. Uh, so they that, get that, going. Uh, Hawkeye is like, I w- I am going to be the one to drive, even though I'm blind. You're just here to be the navigator. Like you just need to pull up yep. uh, the the sat nav and and tell me where we're going. And this is what we're I think first presented with what's happened to this country, where all of the villains have divided up the territory into uh, six or seven distinct uh, territories. So we've got Hulkland, the yep. Kingdom of the Kingpin, um, the oh, just an open area in the Midwest, which I think is very funny. <laughs> like nobody, nobody, even mm-hmm. in this, even in this the flyovers world, they're like, Concord yeah, States. fuck Kansas. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Um, yeah. Even though it does have the Cree Haven and the negative zone opening, in which it. is probably why nobody. Oh, the negative and, zone was my favorite joke on that. Yeah, negative zone opening and Pacepot Creek, which we'll get to visit. Yep. Uh, Doom yeah. has a whole section. He, he kind of got the Louisiana Purchase of America. He's like just bought that back. <laughs> uh, and then the President's Quarter, which is the the East Coast. Uh, and then yeah, so we're gonna make the whole drive across America, and that's where this first issue ends with them just getting ready for the ride of your life. Every issue of of this entire run ends with like what I think they really thought would like. Like, oh, I got to have the next one. Like, they really wanted to give you that, like, oh, look, what's going to happen next? And every time I'm just like, I, I don't fucking care, dude. Let's just go. It it also, it's it's worth noting, that is the quickest we've ever gone over. Like, we had a lot of preamble. Mm-hmm. That's the fastest we've ever gone over the content of a comic. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that's going to continue because these are some slight-ass comics. They really are, yeah. Um, uh, In a good way. Like, again, they go quick. Uh, next issue 67 uh, this is where the heroes fell logan and hawkeye at the massacre of the superheroes uh and we show them over a big pit of skeletons dressed up in superhero con- costumes i like the idea of bodies uh, decomposing here. but uniforms not decomposing like i think that yeah, just uh, just in yeah, pim particles and yeah shit. exactly like whether it's unstable molecules yeah unstable yeah. molecules whatever it is i just i just really like the idea that they they were just left there and like you can just go see the suits like it's very funny be yeah, amazing like nobody's going to steal spider-man's little webby under arms you exactly know? or just steal the thing's <laughs> body uh the uh so it shows the map again and then we cut over to them uh just driving through uh like burning man that's what this looks like uh yeah they just there are people about uh and they're just driving right through them uh here not keeping a low profile uh because hawkeye is driving and i kind of stress this enough he is blind yeah uh and this is where they start going back and forth being like man i can't believe uh, you know, these people aren't going to mess with us. We got the Wolverine. I'm, I'm not that guy anymore. Yeah. You say that they think you are, 
but I think you are. Still can't believe it. You're not that guy anymore. I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> they start going back and forth saying that a lot uh, at this point and kind of do it for the next three issues. Yep. It's, it's, they, they spend a lot of time. Uh, Wolverine spends a lot of time saying that he's not Wolverine anymore. Just a, just a whole lot. Yeah. So, uh, Hawkeye drives uh, the buggy off of a cliff, uh, which is no big deal because yep. it's a spider buggy and it can just land. Um, and yep. they just, that's like four pages. So we could just zip right through this comic book like there was no problem. Yeah, nothing happened. They're in San, uh, they're in San Francisco driving around at night. Uh, and they're like, oh, something's wrong. Uh, and then uh, they see Moloids come out this is real weird because hawkeye says the moloids are the earth's immune system they popped up when we hit eight billion people and they eat people in europe and stuff but they uh you know they've made their way over here the moloids have always been here these are the mole man's little bubbies i feel like i feel like uh mark millar is just like read just a little bit of ward ellis (laughs) just just like one issue of planetary or uh global frequency or something was like this is a good idea i need to do this (laughs) like the the earth's immune system the moloids being the earth's immune system is big diet war right yeah Uh, yeah. Uh, i like moloids just fine you know and then later the moloids are gonna fuck everybody up i like the idea that they're literally sinking buildings so they're walking around with all these skyscrapers that are barely sticking out of the ground. Like, I think that's a cool <laughs> image. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, they're looking around for survivors uh, from this thing and going back and forth being, you know, oh, yeah, I forgot. You're just a simple farmer just for rent money, money right? You're not Wolverine. And he's like, my name's Logan. God damn it. Uh, I told you I'm not going to crackle my claws. Uh, when they get attacked by the Ghost Riders. I think um, the Ghost Riders are <laughs> yeah. this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> They're bad. They're, They're so very bad, bad and dumb. I just like I don't remember a lot of my Ghost Rider lore, uh, but I'm pretty sure that, like there was like like I, I know that there was multiple Ghost Riders, but I don't think that the go like the Ghost Rider demon would be like, yeah, you four assholes, you all get super Ghost Rider powers now. <laughs> like I just. And I don't care. I don't. I, it doesn't. There are way more of them than this. It's a huge gang. Yeah, like the the Ghost Riders a... are not these four dudes. When I, I started kind of poking at some of the other Wasteland Universe stuff after this, just to see what, because I never, I didn't know there were more comics set in this universe, and they also fight Ghost Riders there. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, and the Ghost Riders are human gang members, but they have Ghost Rider motorcycles. Yeah, uh, like what a bad pick because Ghost Rider is such a specific, like he has specific purpose every ghost rider yeah. is the same purpose yeah so like creating a gang of them is a real misunderstanding of what a ghost rider even he basically just saw motorcycles firewheel gang. yeah uh, and it would make sense in the future for a gang to pattern themselves after the ghost rider because it's it's cool looking but they shouldn't have ghost rider motorcycles yeah like we don't have the technology to have a wheel be on fire perpetually and then still function as a wheel. Although, if you, you know? if y'all are playing Tears yeah. of the Kingdom, y'all could probably build a Ghost Rider motorcycle pretty easily. Just saying. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and I built a spider uh, they're buggy. The crap. <clears throat> hmm? I bet you can. Build a, mostly. Spider I don't know. Have y'all seen any of the stuff they're doing in Tears? That's about to take us way off topic. But oh, like yeah. the all of the mechs and the crazy machines and the the, the the goblin killing machines that they're making. I saw one dude who just made a a boat like a fishing boat that just has electric stuff in the water and he's just harvesting fish in an ocean like <laughs> it is it is extremely great and i love every second of it <clears throat> uh the ghost riders are beating the crap out of wolverine being like fight back what's the matter with you why don't you fight back are you not uh wolverine anymore and he goes no i'm logan i'll never hurt another living soul uh and just gets the crap beat out of him 
until eventually Hawkeye saves him, uh, killing a bunch of guys. And Wolverine goes, Hawkeye, what have you done? Uh, that doesn't sound like Wolverine either to me. Yeah, the, you talk about like any time the situation happens where there's like Wolverine has to um, d- decides not to engage in combat of some kind. He usually has some dialogue where it's like just completely not Wolverine's voice at, at all. Because like I, I can fully like I will buy into the idea that he's gone pacifist, right? Like he he did something so horrible that he never wants to commit violence again. But he would watch this and be like. He wouldn't ask, what have you done? Because he's seen it in front of him. He's like, he'd be like, Hawkeye, that was real fucked up. Let's get on the road and go. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, he's not, I can't, I can't imagine a world where he would be surprised that, that people died. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were, they were going to kill him and, and stop him from being able to save his family. Uh, you know, like, keep your eyes on the prize. Like, it, it, the weird thing that I find when I reread Mark Miller comics and it's like he has characters that can't keep more than one idea in their head at once. <laughs> so like this version of Wolverine is a pacifist, but he also cares deeply about his family and he's willing to kind of bend his rules to to save his family. Like that's that's fine. That's a little bit generic. That's like 90 percent of Westerns, but like it's fine. But he can only be in one of those lanes at a time, yeah. you know. Uh, so here he's like, oh, no, I'm a pacifist. And it's like, man, this is what has to happen. These guys stopped you and they're beating the crap out of you and you guys have to go deliver the thing. Remember the thing that happened last issue? Come on, <laughs> The answer man. is no. We you know, it, remember that. Yeah. Um, cool art, at the very least. Uh, also, Hawkeye starts calling people bitches, which is going to happen a lot in this book. It's very mid-2000s with that word. Yeah. Uh, um, I do like this shot, uh, this one uh, panel where uh, Hawkeye is like, what did they do to you, man? And he flashes, Wolverine flashes back to just being surrounded by supervillains and he's just murdering all of them. That's a cool, that's the, yeah. the art in this is, is so much better. And then it's immediately punctuated with, they broke me, bub, which is one of the dumbest <laughs> things I've ever read bub. in a comic book of all time. They broke me, bub. <laughs> Free reaction image for anybody. Right? Uh, this could probably be used like, really, really well like, on like Twitter and stuff. Jeremy, that is definitely a panel that, for me, screams comic books are good. Yeah. So yeah, I don't yeah. know <laughs> how you feel about it, but I love it. There is, there is, there's well, the idea like it's so dumb that it's good, right? Like I could, I could see it from that angle, definitely. And obviously, it's making yeah. me laugh. Like it's making me chuckle. I just, if you're reading this, like it's, I think the, I don't think this was meant to be funny, right? Like I don't think Mark Millar. No, I think Mark Millar is... wrote this and was like, I am getting to the deep emotional heart of Old Man Logan with they, they broke me, but. <laughs> <laughs> they broke, they me, broke bub. me, bub. I, I would, I think Mark Miller was going for this is cool, exactly. Yeah, more than more than it, more than it's like deep, you know. So it, it's just perfunctory to get to the cool big ideas that he has. Uh, he just really is insecure about us understanding that uh, Wolverine is broken and will not pop claws. He can't he? Can't because uh, this, this is this is now like in the space of five pages. The the, the Hawkeye's like, I'm pissed at you. You didn't do anything. He's like, I keep fucking telling you, dude, (laughs) I don't do stuff like it's I'm not that Wolverine anymore. I'm I'm the second Wolverine movie where he loses his powers. Um, They continue driving uh, at this point. This is where Hawkeye reveals like, oh, they didn't bother with him. Uh, You know, they ignored him because he didn't have enough powers. I like that touch, too. Um, You know, and they're going to a place called it's it's Vegas, but now it's called Hammer Falls. Mm -hmm. Um, where uh, Magneto, uh, the Absorbing Man and Magneto, uh, finished off uh, the Great White Hope, uh, and they're they're not you know you can you can tell who that is, but they haven't named it just yet. Yeah. 
I really, when I saw Hammer Falls, oh, I was like, so we're going to do some Justin Hammer stuff? Like, it, it actually, like, the, the <laughs> I don't know if it was meant <laughs> to be or I was, I was just being dumb or something. Like, it just didn't occur to me what this was actually, actually going to be. Um, and we, we talked about this recently in the... Um, uh, the MCU catch up for the TV shows we did where, you know, the, in the Miss Marvel uh, series, you, they go to like Avengers con or whatever. And we were asking the question, like, how do these people know what happens in these movies? <laughs> like who's telling them, like, what is the way to get information? And I feel the same way now that I'm looking at this of like, they've got, you know, Thor t-shirts for sale and things like that. Like this whole encampment is just very strange to me. Cause how did, what, did, what, what information were they provided? Like if all of this stuff happened, like if I'm a supervillain, I'm not going to, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, I'm not leaving CNN up and running. <laughs> in the uh, in the comics, it makes a little bit more sense because, like, the characters are closer to celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know, the the movies and and TV show and stuff has this weird covert angle to a lot of this stuff. Like, it ends up feeling like government shit. You know, in in the comics, like, I I believe that there would be Thor T-shirts. Like, people would love Thor and stuff. And like in this scenario, I think it's that a lot of people came to watch. Uh, you know, the superheroes did their their big fight at the end, uh, their last push, and died. Uh, and didn't make it. A lot of people were there yeah. uh, for it. So, uh, you know, they, they have all these superhero worshippers and stuff who are all at this point, and then Wolverine sees what it is. It's the uh, where Thor's hammer was dropped. And nobody can obviously pick that up because you have to be worthy. Nobody's worthy. Uh, and all these people are worshipping it. I think this is kind of a cool touch. I'm I'm good with this. I am too. Yeah, I like. Uh, I, I, I just like yeah. the idea. I like anytime you have an out of context Thor's hammer, right? Like I'm I'm into it. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Ultron Eight? I, uh, <laughs> this joke, guy, like, but barely any skinny business Ultron. Uh, what was that? What was that, Gwen? Cute joke, barely anything. Yeah, he, he's just like house house husband Ultron. Like Hawkeye's fucking ex wife left him for Ultron Eight. Uh, who is a skinny like office Ultron? It's real weird. It's, it's very bizarre. I need to know what happened to make this Ultron so um, ineffectual. I guess is maybe the word. Like you just get the yeah. like in the in a world of nerds, he seems to be the nerdiest one. I guess. Give me something in a limp dick Ultron. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you if you give it the most generous reading possible, right? So Ultron yeah. begat Vision. Vision is a yep. more domestic Ultron. What if he just kept having children? And each one was more domestic than the last. The last. <laughs> and then you get Ultron 8. More domestic than the last. <laughs> <laughs> I will bear you a tamed husband. Uh, this is just a weird coincidence. Ultron 8 had been calling for Hawkeye uh, because this is where his ex-wife lives, who tuned up the spider buggy. Uh, they need help, so we have to do a side quest. Yes. Here. Um, we find out that um, Hawkeye's daughter... Um, has 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 been kidnapped is what I think they say. Like she she has decided to go be a superhero with her friends. Um, and then we meet Hawkeye's ex wife, uh, Tanya, which is hilarious mm-hmm. because my dad just divorced a chick named Tanya, so I'm I'm dying throughout this. Uh, oh. But also Spider Man's daughter, and the age the yes. age thing here is so. And I know that I I, I, I know it's comic books. <laughs> yeah, it's real fucking. Like as soon as I was like, wait a minute. What like can you imagine Peter Parker's reaction to find out that Hawkeye is boning down on his daughter? Like what is like not like this. Definitely not, not like, like this. this. Like and hopefully he was dead. Like hopefully he was rolling over in his grave when this was happening because I can't imagine mm. Hawkeye was just waiting for Spider Man to die to move in all in all his keys. Right? <laughs> you know? And he's implied Hawkeye is implied to have a lot of ex wives. They're probably all his coworkers' kids. Uh what a creep. What a- 
I'm just <laughs> oh god uh this is doesn't tony stark have a child like uh i'm just uh. yeah anyway uh they reveal that this is the spider-man's granddaughter uh hawkeye's daughter and then we cut to her in a jail cell and we get a, a picture of a sexy spider lady uh here we're gonna later find out this character's name is spider bitch no joke um the uh so we go uh, <laughs> issue three here. <laughs> Logan and Hawkeye meet the new kingpin of crime uh, here. And Hawkeye has a sword. Um, yep. They're going to go rescue uh, the daughter. Like Hawkeye's, uh, you know, he, he's feeling a little proud. You know, he's got Spider-Man DNA. Going to go help his daughter. Uh, Wolverine at first says, I'm not going to do that. I was hired to do a job. Again, can you only have one idea in his head? You know, uh, at a time. Now he's in family mode. Uh, and Hawkeye has to offer him double. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he says, I'm not going to fight. If you recall, they call me Logan. Now it's not Wolverine. So I don't fight. I don't pop claws. And, uh, Hawkeye says, that's fine. You know, on the uh, way out, uh, Ultron 8 gives him a little, <laughs> yeah. Ultron 8 gives him yeah. a little keychain. Um, and then there's this really horrible joke that Hawkeye says, which is like, come on, even Charles Xavier was faster on his feet than you are. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> why? Hawkeye, you're such a dick. Yeah. Dick burned God, to Xavier. <clears throat> yep, burned to Xavier. Burned to. Uh, they're driving through Utah, you know, uh, and Hawkeye's talking about he's proud that his daughter is being a superhero. Uh, they find a guy who is up on a uh, church steeple. The Moloids came. Everything went under, and he just went to the highest point. And Wolverine's like, we have to save him. And uh, Hawkeye's like, fuck him. So they leave. I love. Uh, uh, that's I actually kind of like this because it's, it's it's very video gamey to me. It's like you see a side quest and you see somebody like clearly <laughs> asking for help, and you're like, oh, I don't really feel like getting into a side quest. I'm kind of focused on the main story right now. Like I just don't even want to bother with it. <laughs> and this poor dude, they just leave it, this poor it, dude. It it is very funny. It's also though again this fucking Mark Miller characters cannot have more than one idea in their head at the time. The last page, Hawkeye was like, I'm so proud of my daughter that she's decided to be a superhero. And then, um, you know, she's taken after her old man. And then immediately she's like, he's like, fuck that guy. You know, it's just, it's weird. All they'd have to do is get him in the car. Yeah. You know, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do with him. Let him ride in the back to, to town. You're going to town. <laughs> I, it's just, it's, it's doesn't, it's nonsense. I just, I don't know. It's frustrating. Um, the, uh, we get to town, which is uh, Rice Eccles Stadium. I, I bet you that's a real place in Salt Lake City where uh, the new kingpin has the new Punisher and Daredevil chained to a post in a big arena. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, I was new very kingpin confused is a, if that was supposed to be the original Daredevil Punisher. I kind of figured it wasn't, but like, I actually don't think the comic makes that super clear. Nah, it, it's her. The only, the only uh, context clues are that they're sp- spider bitches friends who are probably her age. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like the yeah. Punisher looks younger. Daredevil could, yeah. I, I guess, from the art, you can say that he's not blind. But how do you know, right? He has a glowing eye. That's a, but uh, the other eye reason. is a normal. God, eye. I don't actually know if glowing yeah. eyes mean blind or mean or mean you can see in the Marvel universe. I feel like it could go either way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. Or shoot beams. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going to happen. With or, that shoot, eye. or shoot blast of concussive force. <laughs> yeah. You just don't know. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. No idea. Uh, new. We get introduced to new kingpin. Uh, is new kingpin ever uh, named who, i feel like he's not named he's just the new kingpin no yeah, that's pretty terrible he's just a new guy kingpin. yeah 
uh he is coded uh like a like a 90s gangster rap guy like suge knight or something mm-hmm. uh you know so sunglasses tons of gold big gold rings and everything uh as the man who killed magneto uh he's a real badass and he's uh showing the people what they want to see which is people being tortured uh and by torture i mean eaten by dinosaurs um he talks about how he got rid of uh, kingpin because kingpin got old you know so he's able to power in this area just whoever is the most powerful wins on the note of dinosaurs real quick oh yeah i did mention at this point that they were released as kind of like a popular no no they were popular as pets and then people hated raising them so now there are just wild savage land dinosaurs everywhere in the way that's why the midwest is like nothing yeah is because all the supervillains were like, now that we've won, I surely would like a pet dinosaur. <laughs> uh, and yeah, the uh, they're painted. The, they're this dude being all like uh, gangster stereotype is very funny because one of his lines in here is uh, these boys forgot that they were coming after one of the most evil badasses in all creation. And I just think that's very funny because mm-hmm. like. Uh, Jeremy, you know rap. Is that a cool well, rap line? No, because like I, that, was, that... I, I was just have, I was having this conversation with somebody because rap is a lot like like a lot of rap is about like aggressive swag, like claiming you're the best. Like that's a lot of what rappers talk about. Like that's part of the culture. So it's really funny that he like he just included like some other people in a creation instead of just being like, I'm number one. I'm the most badass motherfucker in the world. Mm. Like that would be what I would expect from this dude. And instead he's like, I'm one of the top 10. <laughs> one of them. <laughs> he's qualified yeah. it. I love it. I'm one of the top 10 of the top hundred. <laughs> I'm a guy that can do I'm some stuff. I'm number seven of the most badasses of all time. Yeah. I'm arguably badass. I'm, I'm pretty cool. Sometimes um, <laughs> there's a case to be made. Um, the uh the dinosaurs kill these kids uh here and uh he leaves uh you know he's like we're we're leaving this reminds everybody who's top dog you know he's he's giving people bread and circuses uh while hawkeye and logan are using future glasses to look inside uh his stadium and see if they can find hawkeye's grand or hawkeye's daughter yeah uh, there um they uh, she's in a jail cell uh, and they drive in, uh, they drive down the wall, the spider buggy can do it and then bust into the, uh, jump the, between the buildings, uh, and bust into the jail building. This should be a converted. This Walmart. should be cooler than it is, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but instead it just comes off as kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of lame to me. It's, it's okay. Like the chase stuff is not like, I like the art in this. Every individual like panel I think looks pretty neat, you know, but it's not. I don't know. This did, what, what do you think, Gwen? How did this work for that, you? Is this this is the weakest part of the entire arc. Just like mm. the side quest to save Hawkeye's daughter. I pretty much don't like any of the world building that it adds. So like the, the best thing I can say about this is that it goes fast. And I was a little checked out during the sequence. Like I'm way more engaged with the other mini stories we get. Yeah. Out of this. It does. The book does get better as it goes, weirdly enough. Without ever, you know, Getting losing great, any of yeah. these problems, but it, it does it does get better. And this fight with Hawkeye stabbing everybody is a pretty good, you know, little fight. Here, uh, the the big twist here is the daughter knew uh, he was coming. He releases his daughter, and his daughter throws his words back at him. You made a mistake, Kingpin. You got old. Cuts off his head. She's the new Kingpin. Yep. 
now. And she bashes Hawkeye over uh, the head, which is, <laughs> I mean, frankly, probably what Hawkeye yep. deserves in this universe oh. at this point. <laughs> like, somebody should have done this to him a long time ago. Yep. Uh, she's about to kill Hawkeye, and Wolverine says, damn you for what you're about to make me do. And then we uh, we cut over to the next issue. Here, the uh, the final issue we'll talk about this episode. Um, cover of them underground with all these moloids uh, here. The idea is to save Hawkeye's life. He has to break his his vow. He drives in to just, everybody. Before we get too far uh, past the cover, I just... I know, Gary, you're a big fan of text on covers, and this one having things just oh, yeah. keep getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like do that. I, I don't know. It's, like, it's, uh, it's real direct. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> again, in context of the time, almost no covers during this era of Marvel had text on the covers like that. So again, it was kind of subversive kind in of the fun. minute. Sure. It's, ha- it's a good harder album to see title. it as subversive looking back, though. I was thinking about these Moloids absolutely sculpted asses. Look how sexy this Moloid is in the center of the thing with like just an absolute perfect butt. Moloids, like, no body fat. Just pure yeah, lean muscle. Every day's leg day in yeah, the dark. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's the leg days in the dark. Um the uh so he he crashes into everybody uh here and grabs Hawkeye uh and busts out of the building. Uh, saving him, uh, kind of smashing into another building, which need not be specified, smashes out of another building, uh, and then they, they escape. Uh, when, uh, Spy New, New Kingpin, uh, Hawkeye's daughter says, go get them and sends, uh, Mad Max yeah. to chase Max after them with dinosaurs. Just straight up Mad Max as these guys, <laughs> including dinosaurs. Honestly, yep. if they, if they do a sequel to Mad Max, uh, Fury Road, it just needs dinosaurs. I don't care. I, they do not need oh, to justify yeah. it to me. I just put dinosaurs in there and I'm okay about it. I'm into it. Uh, as they're driving, a huge sinkhole opens up underneath them. Because uh, there's Moloids about. Sucks everybody down. Everybody gets knocked out. Wolverine uh, wakes up and notices the Moloids are eating all of the humans uh, that were chasing them. Um, says, you okay, bub? Uh, turns out Hawkeye's fine. He was just inside the car and the Moloids couldn't get in. Not uh, there. They s- uh, the way they're able to escape is because the Moloids are scared of light. <laughs> they spend like a lot of time. Like this feels like it's going to be super scary. And then they just get into the vehicle. They get into the spider buggy and just drive and up. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought we were going to have like a whole Moloid yeah. adventure, but instead it's just like. It is on the cover. Yeah. And then and there is the one panel. Like we learned that like everybody fell into this thing and the Moloids have eaten all of the people that were chasing them. Uh, maybe even Hawkeye's yeah. daughter. We don't know. We don't, we don't really see it, but like you just kind of guess. Uh, and then they just drive away like it's one of the most like weakest exits from a fight ever where they're just like okay see you later gonna just drive up the wall we're done <laughs> yeah the uh i like how wolverine uses his classic catchphrase uh go to hell you sons of bitches just, like somehow doesn't sound anything like wolverine to me go to hell um yeah they drive out uh here and they uh they're just back on the road uh this is where they explain the dinosaurs. Uh, they're in Pace Pot Creek, Wyoming. I love the idea of Pace Pot Pete getting Wyoming. Uh, that's funny and cute to me. Um, they drive through Electroville, uh, and they see a giant skeleton. I wish they didn't do this trick twice. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a cool image, but then they just have it happen later. I love giant. I love giant mm-hmm. skeleton uh, though. This is this is very good. It's yeah, real. It's cool you looking. can tell it's uh, what do they call it? Um, environmental storytelling because skeleton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, and big skeletons mean big storytelling. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, if sorry. Elden Ring taught us nothing, it was uh, that big skeletons mean big storytelling. Uh, you know, they're they're, they're driving uh driving through uh here and uh basically explaining kind of more what happened to people. Uh you know, half brother Loki uh died, Thor's half brother. Uh, they know what happened to Johnny and uh, Thing, but they don't know what happened to to Sue and Reed. You know, uh, the Shocker told Hawkeye that Kang abandoned them in the time stream, but he doesn't know if that's true. Uh, Gary, do you, you did you did a uh, little bit Wolverine, more research on this? Yeah. Did you find out what happened to Reed Richards and Sue Richards? Okay, no, I'm curious. I uh, the comic that um, I started reading that also takes place in this is by a guy who like wrote the Marvel podcasts. Mm-hmm. And I only got a couple of pages into it and was like, I, I'm too sleepy and gummy to like read this. I got to go, go to bed. <laughs> so it didn't hold my interest very well. Maybe I'll go back to it, but I, I don't know, man. Life's short. Uh, I was curious, but I don't know. Uh, and we see the Venom uh, symbiote kind of like growing up behind them on their way out here. Uh, and then they pass Mount Rushmore, one of the silliest images in the comic. <laughs> where Red Skull has just added himself to Mount Rushmore. He didn't erase anybody. He's part of the proud lineage that goes from Washington, Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, Abraham Lincoln, and then and Red, then Red Skull. Skull. I love the fact that they just, this has to be out of the way, right? Like I've driven a lot of, a oh, lot of places. They they were like, like you have to drive a little bit to get to this place. It's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. So we got to see gotta it. Got to see it. Gotta you know, see if you're it, in town, I mean, you got to make a stop. Yeah. Jeremy, I just um, realized I'm pretty sure. One of the two, I don't think both, but I'm pretty sure the Invisible Woman, at least, that storyline is followed up in Mark Miller's Fantastic Four run. Oh, interesting. And okay. I think Reed Richards' mm. fate is still left up in the air. That's fine. If I remember ah. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, they stop at a bar in Des Moines, uh, and, and Hawkeye is sad about his daughter turning out to be a supervillain. He's like, um, you know, how the hell did I screw things up that badly? You just yeah. left. Like you didn't, you didn't seem, uh, you saw your baby born and then you went off to have other wives. You didn't do anything, (laughs) you know, it's, it's, it's weird. Uh, and Hawkeye's like, you seem a little bit more like your old self. He's that's what I'm afraid of. What do you mean? You know know what I mean? mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, and he's, he's, you know, he's like, oh, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, he's talking about his past the day the bad guys won they gave each other a little hug. And a guy, uh, gay panics him, uh, says, excuse us, ladies. I didn't realize tonight was, you know, and then Wolverine's about to kill him, uh, here. Wolverine's this is real bad. weird. Cause I don't know that you would like, they're obviously in like a middle of nowhere bar and there's just two grizzled old dudes sitting together. Why? Like who would mm. assume and like, and approach these guys and be like, I didn't yeah. know you guys were, were queers. Like what the hell? <laughs> like, what is this? No. <laughs> It doesn't make Mark a whole lot Miller, of sense, even for Iowa. Mark Miller assumed it's Iowa in the wasteland, though. Like, why? I, I don't know. I, are I people just still Christian with Red Skull running America? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but like Mark Miller's, yeah. like one of Mark Miller's biggest assumption about America, and he's not like incredibly wrong about this, is that there are homophobes everywhere, and they're just looking for two men hugging to call them out. Were they hugging though? Yes. It, it, he kind of puts his oh, arm yeah, on I him. guess so. Yeah. He, it's worth noting Mark Miller is not, you know, not American. So a lot of the his books and the cynicism does come from a place of like 
not entirely misguided skepticism about America, I think. You know, like everybody's a gun-toting homophobic redneck, which is, to be fair to us, half true. But to be fair to him, it's half true. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, I see what you're saying. he's not entirely yeah. wrong. Uh, like, uh, Hawkeye follows him out and says, what the hell did he do to you? And he's like, sit down and I'll tell you. And we're going to begin next episode of this podcast and the next issue with the night the bad guys won. Ooh, exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I got to say, like midway through this, uh, I, I know I came in with a lot of negative energy. Uh, and I just want to say midway through this, I think it mis- may, this may be the perfect like podcast comic. <laughs> like, I mean, if you told me, yeah. like if you recommended this to me and were like, hey, you should read this. It's an interesting bit of Wolverine lore. I would come out of this and go like, okay, you're not wrong, but this is not good. But it's something to chat with some friends about and to kind of dunk on and also like riff on it's it's pretty good it's a yeah it's fun it's a bad uh, fun comic i have fun like it is objectively yeah. bad but there is just some real fun shit in it's bad yeah uh i i appreciate things that are bad that you have fondness for are kind of what the show began it's true well with that animated mm-hmm. series and everything uh gwen where can people find you um i Edit Duckfeed podcasts, but not this one. Jeremy does this one. Good job, Jeremy. Um, and uh, I also play bass in a punk band called Trash Sound Conglomerate. You should check us out. Our first album is out now. Uh, that's all I can think of. Yeah, uh, check it out. As as for us, what can they do, Jeremy? Uh, if they want to support the show, they can go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and give us some of their hard-earned money so that we can turn it into content. That's the way that the Dream Factory works around here. Uh, donating a little bit to the Patreon gets you access to all kinds of cool stuff. You can join the Slack channel. You can boss Gary and Cole into playing bad video games. And you get tons and tons of podcasts, presumably what led you here in the first place. Uh, obviously, money is tight nowadays. If you can't afford to join, join the Patreon, that's okay. Tell your friends. Tell all of your friends. Hey, do you have more than one friend? That's weird. Tell all of them. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. Word of mouth is the best way to grow a podcast. Uh, also, ratings and reviews. Wherever, you, wherever you're listening to this, like just look down. There's probably like a, a star or something. And do Spotify. I don't know if you know this, Gary. Spotify started adding just questions at the end of podcast. Have you seen this? Yeah. No. Like if, you, if you upload a no. podcast, uh, it just you can change the question if you want to. But by default, it's just, what did you think of this podcast? And just anybody can answer that question. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll say nice tell things us, tell us what you thought about the podcast and then one day cole will log into the spotify account that runs this podcast and be like wow this is a lot of weird answers <laughs> <laughs> yep at the, be, nice, be nice everybody and uh, uh thank you for listening yeah. that's the big thing and take Bye-bye. care